the volume. The Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook for obvious reasons. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. Fast payouts in as quick as two hours. Are you kidding me? And do you see these same game parlay bets? Not to mention the live betting. Just a gorgeous platform all the way across the board. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they will be sharing all season long on my podcast. You can't miss it. We're talking about risk-free bets, same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds, markets, and more. That's boosted odds, baby. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO. So they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona. 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. And welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. In another winning podcast, yesterday, hump day, Wednesday, can we continue three-day win streak? Haven't clean sweeped, but hey, if you get two out of three, you're going up in units, and that's what we do here. Again, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review on all things volume sports. Throw us a little love if you're feeling Johnny Stockton generous on iTunes, and of course, all my picks on Action Network. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos, making the magic happen in the background. All right, quick recap before we dive in. So yesterday, we went in on the Grizzlies, and I was adamant that this team was going to go into Madison Square Garden and win, and that's exactly what they did. Matter of fact, they covered the spread, which I did allude to that I was comfortable with, but if we're getting under 200 juice, I tend to like to take the money line and just live with the consequences. And again, it's not really ideal for the long run, but when you're very sure you got to do it. And of course we cash the wonderful team USA win the half on the first half and the second half actually came out at two goals in the first half, despite not having a couple of their top talent. You got to love that. Again, Honduras wasn't playing for anything but pride. This team was bound to turn it around the first half, and that was plus money. And we we caught a rough beat. Half of our parlay hit. Otherwise, it would have been a clean sweep. Jazz bested the Nuggets. We were right about the inclination that the line shouldn't have favored the Jazz. But as we learned throughout the day, Jokic was a scratch. Denver fought but did not win. And how about the Nets just screwing our parlay? I am not happy 
with Brooklyn. You won't be seeing me on them for a long time, and that is not until KD is back. A team plays with zero, zero dog, going against a Kings team that hadn't won in a week and a half and just got embarrassed. Harden had two points into the fourth quarter. Just disgusting. But that is the NBA for you. I mean, you go around the league, Pacers were outscored by a dang near 20 in the second half to the Magic. You got the Thunder beating the Mavs. It's just, it's any given Pacino Sunday in the NBA. But hey, we lock in. We're going NBA on TNT with it right now. Lock of the day. Let's get into it. Here we go. I'm going to take, and it's reluctantly, but I'm going to take because I feel like they may have turned a corner last night, and I did throw them on my action network. The L.A. Lakers are getting three and a half points on the road, but really at home at Crypto Arena, formerly Staples, against a Clippers team that is far from healthy. And I know the Lakers are on a back-to-back, but believe it or not, they are 4-0 against the spread in their last four games, playing on no day's rest. It's one of the rare benefits this season to having a Russell Westbrook little engine that could all motor all the time. And they're actually fifth best in the league on no day's rest. So they're not a great cover, but when it comes to back-to-backs, they are lucrative. And you look at this Clippers team, they aren't putting up points And they're catching L's where a full healthy roster for LA, C that is, would otherwise win. The Clippers, they're just 9-12 and since Paul George's injury. And how about this? They've scored 106 points or less in 11 of those matchups. And they give up 106 plus points in 14 of them at around 109 points per game. You don't love that when you're going against a Lakers team that is putting up points. They're seven and eight in their last 15, but they're putting up around 113. It's a top 11 offense, not playing the defense, the Vogel D they did last year, similarly to the Knicks, a little better offense, not as good of defense. And this Clippers team even lately is not doing well as home favorites. They're one in seven in their last eight games as a home favorite. They're 0-4 for some reason against the spread on Thursday games. I pointed out this day trend to you a couple times this week, and it's boded well. So I don't know what it is about those, but I find any nook and cranny I can when I'm doing my research. And I'm seeing that the Clippers are not covering as a home favorite, not just in this eight-game stretch as a home favorite, but they're just eight and 12 on the season against the spread at home, trying to trying to protect that cover. And if I'm getting three and a half, and this is how I'm seeing it, this Lakers team, yes, they've only won twice in their last five games, but the two wins they had, they held teams to under 100 points. I was very impressed. I watched the whole game, the Blazers-Lakers game last night. And of course, they don't have Dame. But if we can get almost a triple-double from Russ, actually it was points that he didn't hit. You can get, and I'm going to talk about him more in the show because I like a prop for him, AD to come out and give you 30 and 15, and you're getting 20-plus from Melo and even just one other bench player, Dwight had double digits last night, and you play that kind of defense, that is, in a LeBron-less team, the recipe they need to play tough. And I listened to AD's presser after, and he said it was a huge, momentous win for him because they played hard. 
and they played with dog. And you'd be surprised in the NBA in an 82-game season, just look at the Grizzlies, for example, if you play hard every night, what you can get on an output and ultimately a result. So I know this Clippers team kind of owns the Lakers as of late. They actually swept them last season. But two quarters of the four last night, the Blazers were held to under 20 points. McCollum was just 5 of 17 shooting. I'm going to lean with this three and a half here. And I may get bitten because I am a Laker fan. I'm from San Diego, Southern California, born and raised, mom from L.A. So there's a little emotion in here. Not going to lie. So I want you to tread lightly, but... It's the game of the night, and it's a rivalry. And if we're getting no PG and no Kawhi versus no LeBron, I got AD, I got Russ, I got, can we get a Horton Tucker sighting? I got a lean Lakers, and we're getting three and a half on FanDuel. That's the lack of the day. Let's go. All right, and I feel really good about this degenerate special. Now, it's right there around even money, but I've already locked it in. I'm going Suns on the money line over the Hawks. I'm going T-Wolves in a cupcake win over the, over the Detroit Pistons. And we start in Atlanta. I was on the Suns earlier in the week. This is the hottest team in the NBA by a country mile. And they're just outperforming the market like you wouldn't believe. They've won 14 in their last 15. They're on an 11-game winning streak. So, of course, it's going to come to an end. But they're covering in 10 of those 15 games – they're putting up 170 points. They're giving up 105. That's the biggest point differential in the NBA in the last two and a half weeks. It's even more impressive that they started the year one and three, and they're 40 and six since. 40 and six. And they're up against the tough Atlanta team. But this Atlanta team is kind of suffering a little bit of a hangover from last year. They're really starting to get a little momentum. But I'm just looking at this lineup here. I'm looking at the lay of the land. I'm seeing that the Suns have covered in their last five road games against the spread. This line's right around six on FanDuel. It's moving a little. We'll see who's playing, who's not. But we're just talking money line here in this parlay. They've covered as a road favorite in their last four, and they're seven and three in their last 10 covering. Now, I have confidence that this Chris Paul-led team, I mean, D-Book goes for over 30 the other night against the Nets. It's fascinating. You watch this team play. They give up a little 7-0 run in the third to the Nets. They come out. They end up just dominating them. It's like they can take punches in the ring. They don't crumble. They're a championship pedigree team. And right now, I see them as the favorites, really, to win the NBA championship. The Bucs are in the middle of the East. The Nets are abysmal. The Lakers are healthy. The Warriors have cooled off. And no one's talking about this Suns team. I think we're getting them on the money line here in this parlay in a good spot. And they begin a road trip. And I like them over the Hawks. Statistics prove it. And I just think this team right now is going to continue to cook. And we'll see how they dance against Atlanta. And then we'll take the T-Wolves over the Pistons. And... I don't know how to spin this, but the T-Wolves have the fourth best offense in the NBA in points per game, people. And the Pistons are 29th. And they'll be without Cade Cunningham tonight, more than likely, their rookie sensation. And this T-Wolves team, and we went against them with the Nuggets the other day, and we lost. And we really 
took a rough one. That didn't have a D'Angelo Russell in the game, and it didn't have an Anthony Edwards particularly good outing. But I'm looking at the market right now, and this T-Wolves team is feasting against weak opponents, and that is the Detroit Pistons. They're 5-0 and in their last five road games versus a team that has less than a 400 home win percentage. They're 6-2 and in their last eight period versus teams with less than 400 of a winning percentage. And they're 11-5 and against the spread in their last 16 versus a team with a losing straight-up record. So they're outperforming the market in that regard. And Cat is quietly putting together his best season in a long time. You got him averaging 24. You got Anthony Edwards averaging 23 and D'Lo averaging 18. And during their last two victories, how about this? 55 points by McDaniels and the boys off the bench against the Jazz. 68 points against the Nuggets. This is a back-to-back first leg for Detroit. They didn't have them in the fourth quarter the other night and just got outscored 27-14 in the final 12 minutes. This T-Wolves team has momentum. Again, they're eating humble opponents right now for breakfast. We just need them on the money line, people. Can we get the Suns over the Hawks? Can we get the T-Wolves over the Pistons around even money? It's a humble degenerate special, but I'm nervous about after what happened last night in the NBA. I'm treading lightly. I'm trying to find things I feel good about to share with you guys. Appreciate the support out there. And that is our D-Gen special. And we get right back to the Laker Clipper game. And I'm going Anthony Davis to record a double-double tonight. And last night he was minus 120, and it's phenomenal value again tonight. Considering this, this Clippers team is the second-worst rebounding team in the NBA right now. They're giving up just under 50 boards. You look at their two of their last three games, and they've given up 50 and over 50. And these are against teams that aren't even particularly good at rebounding. And I said this before, and I've been on an AD double-double this week already. If LeBron's out, that's going to add an extra board to Anthony Davis's resume. And I went and I looked. I saw what has he done in his 26 games against the Clippers. He's averaging 23 and 9.1. He's got six double-dubs, little in-and-out special, side of sauce, little animal-style fries. In his last 11 games, and that goes back to November, of course, because he's been injured. But he's double-doubled in two of his last three. And last night, Portland's only 15th in defensive rebounding, and the man ate for 15 boards. The Clippers don't have any interior presence. And again, it's without LeBron James. So for me, if we're looking at a team that's essentially riding Anthony Davis, who is going on the mic and saying, we are playing hard. We are taking pride in our defense right now. And you saw him put up, I mean, he's had 31, he's had 27. He's gone for over 27 points in the last three games. Definitely not worried about him hitting the 10 plus points prop. It's more of a matter of, will he get the boards? And right now, the Clippers have shown me in the last five games, particularly the last two, they don't rebound the basketball. And again, This game and this offense for the Lakers is centered around AD. No LeBron. It gives you an extra board. If the guy's averaging nine a year, or let's say in this instance, nine against the Clippers, he's going to get an extra board bounced his way. That's just how the cookie crumbles, people. And I think right now, until they start putting this juice 
over minus 150 and so on and so forth. You got to catch up to the market here and fire on AD on a double-double tonight. I expect them to cover this three and a half, and I expect AD to give us that number one with grilled onions. And on that note, that's our podcast. We have the Lakers over the Clippers plus three and a half. We have the T-Wolves and the Suns and a little humble parlay on the money line, not the spread. And we have AD to eat on a double-double. And that wraps it up. Don't forget to follow me on Action Network, social media, Alex Monaco, Moneyline Monaco. Shout out to Brums. And tomorrow, just want to preview, got a great guest coming on from the Cousin Sal Extra Points Podcast Network, my guy Martin Weiss. We're going to talk a little Super Bowl. We're going to talk a little NBA. Look, it's been a heavy NBA week, but come on. We got the Super Bowl next week. I'm going to put on my fro, a whole new hat, and we're going sleeves rolled up on Super Bowl 56 at SoFi. And again, all things volume sports, make sure to check us out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And as always, don't forget to hug your mothers. We'll see you tomorrow. Ta-ta, real smooth. The Volume.